At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome to Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. A Wednesday morning here in downtown Las Vegas at the Circus Studio. It's Wednesday, so that means Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer and betting analyst from Yahoo Sports, will join the program in 30 minutes. But Amal, let's start with the NBA play-in games. A couple of compelling games, at least one from a point spread perspective, and then the other, just a darn good game in Minneapolis. But let's start in the East. I know you gave out the Cavs plus 9.5 as that line ballooned. My question to you did you try to get off that bet at any point as the Nets got off to an early lead, or did you ride it out and get the victory? Final 115, 108. No, I, I didn't even actually see the first half of the game. At halftime, when I saw they were down 14 or 15, wow. and I saw the box score. I wasn't worried at all. Nets shot 59%. Cavaliers were at about 38%. Only two turnover differential, two offensive rebound differential in terms of the four possessions. I said, Nets, uh, excuse me, the Cavs will make a push in this game. There was too much of a discrepancy in the uh, percentage for field goals, so felt pretty good about that one. Nets do, uh, excuse me, the Cavs do a great job down the stretch of hitting some shots and putting themselves in position to get the cover there. Yeah, it, the game opened eight, closed nine and a half. So whenever you got it, if you were on the Cavs, you were a winner in that spot. Game stays under 223 points. The total from 228 down to 227. The game in Minneapolis, a much better game. A back-and-forth affair between the Clippers and the Timberwolves. Saw the T-Wolves get the better of play in the fourth quarter and prevail over the Clippers 109-104. They cover the three of them all and move on to the playoffs. Only the second time since 2004, T-Wolves in the playoff bracket. Yeah, good for them. Nice come from behind. It looked like the Clippers were in control of this game, but Minnesota does a great job at home coming from uh, back and getting the W here. Uh, this is going to be an interesting team to watch going forward in this postseason. 
I still think they're probably a year away from being a true contender in the Western Conference, but maybe can make some noise here initially now getting through the playing game against the Clippers. This game stayed way under the total uh, of, two thir- of 231, finishing up at 213, and now the Clippers go home and get ready for Friday night when they'll take on either the Pelicans uh, or the Spurs. Let's get to tonight's playing games, and let's start in the East. These games both on ESPN tonight, 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock local time from Atlanta. Charlotte Hornets are at the Hawks. The Hawks, a five-and-a-half-point favorite of them all, 235-and-a-half. Do you think at all about unders tonight, seeing that both games last night went under? Yeah, you know, you would definitely think that, but I think with both of these teams, particularly Charlotte, we've talked about the last 10 days how poorly they played defensively. I think Atlanta's more than happy to get up and down the floor against this Hornets team. So this is one I'd probably refrain from taking an under on. Maybe if you see something where early on both teams are shooting the ball extremely well and you get a 240 or 245, you might look at an in-game under there. But uh, I lean towards the Hawks here, Mike, at the five and a half. Don't like laying this number. It didn't play it. Uh, but for me, I think Atlanta's a little bit more of a complete team. I really like the fact that last year they were in the playoffs. They did well against the Knicks. Uh, we saw them and how comp- competitive they were against Milwaukee. So for me, I would be looking towards the Atlanta Hawks here. I know professional bettors that only get involved in the NBA on a money line basis and who had the Nets last night. Would they be looking at the Hawks here tonight in this spot? I would think so. What, what do you have on the money line? 220, 230? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not not the worst price in the world, but I get in the playoffs why you would want to do that. The one advantage for people playing the money line is this. If you bet in-game frequently like you and I do, what happens is it gives you an opportunity when a team gets up by a large margin. I'll give you an example of a game I would have lost on Sunday easily. was Toronto against Texas. Uh, um, was it against? No, it wasn't against Texas. So who'd they play? Yeah, Toronto played the Rangers. Yeah, the that's opening right. Series. That's right. It was six to one. <clears throat> you could have gotten the Rangers at plus a thousand, plus twelve fifty, different numbers. You take those just for say a hundred bucks. You know, you get off your play very easily. You put your, you mitigate your risk. And to me, when you play the money line, if you whichever side you go, even if you don't take the five and a half with Charlotte, you go on mm-hmm. the money line. Let's say they get out to a bit of a lead. You come back the other way with Atlanta on the money line gives you an opportunity to put yourself in a situation where you're basically at zero risk to make a profit. Late 220 uh, with the Hawks take back 190 um, with the Hornets in most spots. Let's talk about player props in this first game tonight. I'm all from a Hornets perspective. uh, We see on the screen for those of you watching uh, points, rebounds and assists. Let's start with LaMelo ball over under 23 and a half points, six and a half rebounds or eight and a half assists. I would go towards the over on his point total. Um, the other one would be the assist as well. I think he's going to have a terrific game, but he's going to try and score some points. You generally see guys that consider themselves to be superstars try and take over in situations like this, and he's going to be a guy that's going to step up for this team if they're going to get through. I think he's going to have to have a big game. Miles Bridges, 22.5 points. Terry Rozier, 21.5. Yeah, I don't have a strong feeling one way or the other on both of these guys, but uh, I think they're going to have to be right at their numbers if they're going to have a chance to win. All right, on the Hawks side of the ledger, Trey Young, 31.5 points, 3.5 rebounds, 11.5 assists. I'm not going to get involved with the assists with Trey. Boy, that's a big number mm-hmm. on assists, right? Mm-hmm. Need 12 there. If you're going to go over, if you're going to go under, you like it because it is a higher number. I like Trey over. Uh, you know, yesterday Durant and Kyrie, one, I said one of the two is definitely going to yep. get over. Uh, Kyrie does, Durant doesn't. But I think when you look at it as an individual team, Trey Young is more important to ma- being the catalyst for Atlanta than just Durant for Brooklyn or Irving for the Nets. So to me, I think Trey Young over 31 and a half, especially if you get a late game situation. Mike, let's say you wind up with four potential fouls. He could be at 28 points. You know Trey Young's going to sink four free throws, so you like your chances of getting over the 31.5. Bogdanovich, 17.5 points. Gallinari, 15.5. 
You know, Gallinari for me is a bit inconsistent. Um, I'm not as big of a fan of his. Uh, Bogdanovich, I think, could get over this total. Uh, don't don't want to play either of these. I, look, I don't play a lot of these during the mm-hmm. season, so for me it's hard to gauge. You could look at the stats and maybe you lean one way or the other, but I think if you follow the Hawks or the Hornets closely and you look, pay attention to these teams, maybe you see a certain player that you think has an ability to take over or gets more engaged from an offensive standpoint or doesn't, and that's how you kind of determine it from that perspective. One other one caught my interest. Clint Capella, over under 12.5 rebounds. Well, you know, I thought... Um, uh, the kid last night for the Cavaliers, Mobley would go over, didn't come close really. Uh, was nine and a half, I think, and he had only seven. Uh, I think Capella's a guy, 12 and a half, probably a, a correct number. I, I would lean slightly to the under on this one. Okay. All right, then let's go to the second game in New Orleans. Uh, late local tip there. Spurs at Pelicans. Similar line here. We see the Pelicans laying five and a half, the total of 224, Amal. Yeah, I, I I like this New Orleans team. Valachunas, I uh, love the addition of um, C.J. McCollum. He's been terrific for them. And then Brandon Ingram. Those two guys, uh, Valachunas and uh, Ingram, sat out the final game of the regular season. They got beat by the Warriors. I like their chances in this spot. Give San Antonio a ton of credit. They played well down the stretch. But, Mike, I just don't think they've got the horses. This team finished 34-48. and 48, Not a particularly strong team. Pelicans, just two games better. Uh, I'm not going to lay five and a half here because I think it's a bit of a high line. Uh, but I don't want to take the Spurs. I would rather take Charlotte in five and a half before I take the Spurs. Okay. Uh, let's look at player props quickly here. Uh, let's look at the Pelican side of the, the ledger here. McCollum, 26 and a half points. Brandon Ingram, 23 and a half. Uh, Valakunas, 18 and a half points, 12 and a half rebounds. Uh, you know, McCollum, the 26 and a half seems high to me. I would lean towards the under there. Uh, Ingram, I'll tell you what, he is a terrific basketball player. Uh, I... This is a good number. That's a no, no, kind of no situation there for me. And the Valachunas to me at eighteen and a half. In, no, Ingram now twenty two and a half down uh, down on movement here last night from twenty three and a half. D, um, oh, I'm so, sorry, twenty four to twenty three and a half. Yeah, you know, in this particular instance, I, it doesn't make a difference to me. I, I'm not interested in the play. Valachunas, uh, he, he's a guy I would look towards the under as well here. I, I think this is going to be a bit more of a defensive game, in my opinion. Artemo, both seven seeds win, protect home mm-hmm. court, and get locked into that slot. Yeah. They'll take on the two seeds. So we know in the East, Nets, Celtics, and we have series price already. Do you know what the price is? I do not. Okay, but I'm guess gonna, it. I'm going to say probably the Celtics are a slight favorite, probably in the 120 to 140 range. No, well, you're right. You're right, exactly correct. Celtics minus $1.30, Nets plus 110. Okay. Thoughts on the series? I think you have to go Boston. Uh, until Brooklyn shows you they can play competitively in a seven-game series against a talented and dangerous team, I think the Celtics have to get a lot of re- uh, credit and respect for what they've been able to accomplish the last two, three months of the season. I don't think there's a team you would say that's been better than the Seas down the stretch. There's an interesting prop here. You can take the Celtics plus a game and a half in the series. In other words, they either win it or force a game seven minus 215. Repeat that. They, they Celtics force... plus a game and a half. Yeah. So either yeah. the Celtics win or they get to a game seven against the Nets. Minus 215. Nets in six or less to beat you on that bet. I like that a lot. Uh, uh, minus 215. I yeah. think that's cheap. Well, you know what? Hold on one second. Let me, let me amend my statement there because that guarantees you that the Celtics are going to win three games. It's, it's a bet. Can the Celtics win three games? No, I know. The way you phrased the question, it, it didn't. I, I phrased it exactly how it is. Well, listen, I can't help it if the people who write these questions, Britain, don't do his effective job. I'm just saying, look, my, my point is, I think Boston's going to play a competitive series, 
But would you be shocked at all if Brooklyn wins in six? Look, I'm favoring the Celtics, but I think Brooklyn is very capable of winning this series in well, six well, games. What we saw in the markets that Brooklyn was cheaper than the Celtics to win the East. Yeah. Right? So yeah. wouldn't they be favored in the series? Yeah, that makes zero sense to me, by the way. Brooklyn has always been the second choice. Uh, all right. Well, then again, they all had the Lakers winning the title. Here's a, here's a good prop, too, before we get to the West 2-7. Series point leader. Kevin Durant's minus 130. Jason Tatum plus 160. Kyrie plus 350. Jalen Brown 10-1. to um, This is interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to go with Jason Tatum at plus 160 in terms of from a, uh, just the plus price. I don't, you know, it depends on what the flat earther wants to do. There are some great clips on YouTube where he gets a rebound, dribbles the ball for 18 seconds, goes one one on five. My friend of mine has the greatest line about Kyrie. Best one on five player I've ever seen in the history of the NBA. That's that Shashevsky unselfishness. All right. In the <laughs> West, T Wolves now take on the Grizzly, who were the two seed. Tell me the series price there. A little tough. T Wolves and Grizzlies? Grizzlies host T Wolves. Grizzlies correct. 350. 330. Very yeah. good, Amal. Plus 250. You can take the Grizzlies minus a game and a half. So to win in six or less. Minus 135. Grizzlies in six. Yeah, or less. Minus 135. Oh, for sure. Lay a game and a half, in other words. Yeah, absolutely. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VEASAN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24-7 stream of VEASAN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Amal, all-day baseball today, six games underway already. We'll look for some in-game opportunities and the later starts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. 
Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking for hoping for and wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? If you have, then just look for these three letters, Z-Y-N. Zen nicotine pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, mango, or Amal's personal favorite, citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash f-i-n-d. This product does contain nicotine, and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with the Mulshaw. 15 minutes, our buddy Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports is going to join the show. Uh, we'll talk all sports at that time. Listen to them all. Uh, six early day baseball games today, including the Dodgers and Twins. But an interesting situation last night happened because of the rain late in Minneapolis at Target Field. The game was 1-1 going to the top of the eighth. The Dodgers scored six in the top of the eighth. And then in the bottom of the eighth, it rained, and they stopped the game. I believe it was over an hour delay. Now, Major League Baseball rules say you revert to the last full inning if you've completed five or four and a half with the home team ahead. If that game had been rained out at that point from a betting perspective, it's a push on all bets because okay. it goes back to 1-1. Right. If the Dodgers had led, let's say, 2-1 to one, going to the top of the eighth and then scored four runs or five runs, and it rained and they never resumed, then it goes back to the seventh, 2-1, there's no bets settled on totals or, or run lines, but the bet on the money line on the game would be settled, yes. Dodgers win, Twins lose. Just for, for edification, though, people were asking that question last night because it looked like perhaps they weren't going to be able to complete the game, but they did, and the Dodgers held on and prevailed 7-2. to two. Yeah, the one thing in terms of the totals, one of the best pushes I ever had at an under in a Rangers-A's game, it was 17-8 to eight going to the bottom of the ninth in Oakland, which it rarely rains. They didn't play the bottom of the ninth for that reason. I got a push on it. 
Now, I had a terrible beat in Oakland. You know, it never rains in Oakland. Yeah. I had a uh, uh, Blue Jays A's over eight and a half, and there was 17 runs. And it rained, it finished after seven innings. And so I, there's a push, no yeah. totals decided. Um, day action going. Let's start with some of these games that are underway, Amal. Let's start there in Target Field in Minneapolis. Clayton Kershaw and the Dodgers jump out on top of Chris, Ar- uh, Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock is who he was in San Diego. Straight as an arrow fastball, high school curveball. <laughs> Got no out pitch, three to nothing there. Kershaw was a small uh, small chalk today on the road. Yeah, the Turner boys both combined with three RBI so far. Justin Turner with two, and uh, so far it has been Trey Turner with the other RBI that's got the uh, Dodgers in front, 3 nothing. You know, I thought it was a good opportunity last night we talked about. It. I was mad I didn't put it in the plays. I thought L.A. had a good chance there. They take care of business. They could get on track here pretty quickly, I think. Yeah. A uh, good pitching matchup going on right now in Philadelphia. Mets with Scherzer against the Phillies with Nola. I did play this first five under. I believe it's one nothing, top of the fourth, if if that stands here. Scherzer got out of a bases-loaded jam. He walked the bases loaded in the first um, all, but got out of it with the bottom half of the order there. Yeah, 2 nothing now. Phillies just score on a double as uh, Marte comes in from first base. Uh, he was on his horse there, but Didi Gregorius had to double clutch the throw, and I'll tell you what, if he w- didn't have to, it would have been a little bit closer play at the plate. But Marte can run and gets around the bases there very quickly as Alonzo doubles. Uh, runner on second base, nobody out here against Nola. Um, scuffling a little bit, uh, two base on balls and three hits so far through three innings. Yeah, so Scherzer with the 2 nothing. Scherzer a dog today in Philadelphia, about plus, uh, plus 105. In game right now, I'm all Mets minus $5, total 8.5. Um, no opinion on this total here. I, I think the $5 is a little bit uh, optimistic, but remember, nobody out with a runner on second base. So it's kind of taken into consideration that they're probably going to score this run here somehow, especially with where they're at in the lineup. Nats were a big dog in Atlanta, free to $2 favorite against Josiah Gray. Josiah Gray has been great. Nats lead 3 nothing now in the bottom of the six. They are a 625 favorite, five and a half for a total of all. Yeah, uh, right now you look at this matchup, Atlanta with just a singular hit uh, through five and a third innings so far. Uh, Josh Bell with a RBI ground out and Mikhail Franco with a single to get them a couple of runs early on in the first inning. Not surprised that the Nationals got the run in the first inning, but more expected from uh, Josh Bell than actually grounding out somewhere once in a while. Slim with the tilted brim. Tristan McKenzie took the hill. For the Guardians today in Cincinnati, they rallied Jose Ramirez with a big day, a grand slam. You said you liked Bieber at the short price. He threw a no-hitter through five. Guardians off to a 3-0 lead in the bottom of the third. Uh, McKenzie was a road dog here in this spot, plus 117. Uh, right now, Guardians a big favorite here in Mall with a 3-0 lead. Yeah, a nice job so far. And uh, it's The Reds have had three base hits, but uh, McKenzie's been able to work around a 4Ks through two and two-thirds so far. All right, let's get to the games that haven't gone yet. And I'm going to tell you, this this is going to be one of my plays. I don't understand this line today. Astros at D-backs. Astros went 2-1 last night. Yeah. They're now 4-1. D-backs have lost four in a row after they won the opening game rallying in the ninth against the Padres. It's going to be Framber Valdez, who had probably had the best outing of any pitcher in their first start this year. Merrill Kelly went four innings against the Padres, didn't give up a run in game two as well. Framber Valdez, I'm all explain to me how he's only a dollar fifty-five here, total eight and a half. I, I have no idea. You got him, access I'm to a bunch of make, here. That's exactly right. This this Diamondbacks team, we talked about this yesterday. They have played what five games so far, and this team continues to struggle at one and four. But it's beyond that. When you look at it, they had two ninth innings against the Padres, where they scored four runs each. Other than that, Mike, this team offensively continues to be in, in just a difficult spot. 
I mean, you look at these last three games here, or four games, they've managed to score eight runs, take away that ninth inning, four runs across 35 innings minus that one ninth inning. Okay. Padres are at the Giants. This the, Now, both these games are 12-30 starts. Uh, they unloaded on, on our guy Josh Towers Darvish last night. He couldn't get out of the second inning. 13-2 to two Giants was the final. You can't spell sucks without you. <laughs> Uh, good pitching matchup today. Sean Manaya, who went seven and no hit innings for the Padres in his first outing against the aforementioned Diamondbacks against Logan Webb, uh, who only gave up one run in an opening day in six innings, but got a no decision. Webb here favored them all. A dollar twenty-five favorite against Manaya. Total seven and a half, juice to the under. Yeah, I like nine high flush here, Logan Webb. I think he pitched very effectively against the Marlins, but I, I think he'll do well in this spot. Manaya coming over. Uh, he's going to be a good pickup for this uh, San Diego team. By the way, is this not so typical of Rob Manfred at Major League Baseball? The latest game on the day today, four, four o'clock Eastern. Excuse me, four o'clock Pacific time. Yeah. Why not put a late game? You know, people bet on these games. You you think people actually watching these games because they have an interest for their team outside of twelve people? You watch them because you bet on these games. Last game start time is at uh, seven ten Eastern. You don't have any night games where people can bet. There's only four games that start after twelve thirty Pacific. Yeah, don't worry. We've got to make sure we get all twelve thousand people in attendance. Probably all two thousand in Detroit today. Nobody's working in the East. Okay, <laughs> Ace thirteen to two over the Rays um, on Monday. They got out to a three nothing lead yesterday, but the Rays rallied to win nine eight in ten innings. Frankie Montas takes the hill today for the A's against Shane McClanahan. Only went four and a third in his first start, but they did beat the Orioles and Johnny Means in that game. McClanahan, a dollar ninety favorite today with a total of seven and a half of all. Yeah, a uh, little bit of a high price here. I think this should be a pretty good pitching matchup. Kind of revert uh, back to the uh, norm here with these two guys on the mound in this one. I think both offenses could scuffle a little bit here. Uh, McClanahan with seven Ks in the four and a third last time out. Let's see how he does against this Oakland lineup. All right. Now moving uh, mo- moving along here. Brewers at Orioles. These three games are at 4 o'clock Pacific, 7 o'clock Eastern. Brewers win 5-4 yesterday after Orioles took the opener 2-0. Corbin Burns disappointing in his first start in Chicago. Five innings, a lot of walks, gave up uh, <clears throat> gave up three runs. Johnny Means pitched well. Also went four innings in that first game at the Trop uh, and got a no decision. Burns, a dollar seventy road favorite over Johnny Means with a total of eight. I'm all. Yeah, I like Johnny Means. I think he's a very solid pitcher. Just doesn't get enough credit simply because he pitches in Baltimore and nobody ever talks about this team until how horrific they are offensively. Uh, you know, I think this is a good spot for Burns to bounce back. But you know, Means last year three point six two ERA. I got a play on this game coming up a little bit later what? on. I do too. It won't be the same play. No way. You don't play first five, so it won't be. <laughs> That's fair. Here. You know, I looked at this. You know what the first, see this? I looked at it. I couldn't believe this. First five is three and a half. I was going to take play, it. No, I was going to play under four. I took means first five plus 150. That's not a, that's a pretty you good play. for the game? I didn't take means for the oh. game because I think Burns is going to pitch a bounce back. And I think the. Take under eight? I did take under okay. eight. Yeah. All right. Exactly. We can both win. Uh, Blue Jays at Yankees. Berrios against Cole. Blue Jays win the first night, three nothing. Yankees come back last night, four nothing. Berrios was god awful in his first start. Yeah, Only completed was. a third of it. You know what his ERA is? I'm on one oh eight going into this start. I was surprised Cole was this. Oh, here here comes the Cole money. Dollar forty five on the overnight, up to a dollar sixty five total of eight. I was surprised by the low number yeah. itself, but I think the counter to that is the Toronto offense and how effective they can be. I think that's the one area that you're going to see 
the Blue Jays are always a threat against any pitcher, regardless of who it is. Okay, and then the final game, Mariners at White Sox. White Sox win their home opener 3-2 yesterday, but we get reigning Cy Young winner Robbie Ray, who won his first start in Minnesota, gave seven good innings against Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel making his first start for the Sox. Uh, White Sox were a dog on the overnight, now $1.20. You can get Robbie Ray as a dog again. I'm all even money, total nine. Yeah, I think this is a tough one for me either way, but I was impressed with the Ray. He goes seven innings, and he still gave a four base on balls, so he was able to really get in there and, and pitch despite the higher pitch count. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer at Yahoo Sports. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NFL Draft is right here in Las Vegas, and we'll have extensive coverage, including mock drafts from Matt Humans. Michael Lombardi, a former NFL GM, will give his draft analysis. VSIN host Mike Pritchard, who was a first-round pick, and Sean King, a Super Bowl-winning champion, will give you insight you can bet on. Also, legendary sports broadcaster and voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, Brent Musburger, will give his draft best bets in our NFL Draft betting guide. Sign up today to get full access to VSIN through the NFL Draft for only $19 at vsin.com slash Spring. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. It's 11.30 a.m. Pacific on a Wednesday. That means it's Schwabby time. Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports and betting analyst, joins us. Good afternoon, Frank. How are you? What's going on, fellas? I want to start with the NBA play-in games. Great game in Minneapolis last night, but let's go to the East 7-2. Nets, despite knowing that we're going to be in the play-in, the betting market still suggested they were the second choice to come out of the East they win their game easily against the Cavaliers last night, although they don't cover the number of nine and a half. They now match up with the Celtics in the second round, and the Celtics are a dollar thirty series favorite. Do you agree with that price? I really don't, and it, it, I know this isn't a household name, but Robert Williams being out of the lineup for the Celtics, he had the the knee surgery. I think it was a meniscus for him. He's a really big part of what they do, especially defensively, and that's what's kind of been driving the Celtics bus lately. So. If you're taking him away from the defense, I don't know. I, I I was totally prepared to fade the Nets because it almost felt like the Lakers last year where everybody was like, oh, now that they've got into the bracket, they're going to be just fine and roll. Well, not necessarily. There's a reason this team hasn't covered, what, 23 or last 25 home games as a favorite. But if you're giving me the Nets at a plus price, I, I feel almost obligated to take that. I think especially with the Celtics being a little shorthanded, this Nets team has a lot of talent. Kyrie, the whole home road thing is gone. I think that this team could get on a little bit of a roll. I'm glad my Bucks are missing them in the first round. I can't lie about that. And I, I was honestly surprised to see the Nets at a plus price. And I, I feel just like it's a value play to take them. Oh, yeah, Frank, we're crying your tears. Bucks are going back to back. Enough about that NBA stuff. Let's go to the <laughs> NFL draft here. You got the best player in the world. You got nothing to worry about. Um, this draft is going to be interesting. A lot of conversation about Hayden, Aiden Hutchinson being the first overall pick. I just don't get it. This guy was a complete no-show against Georgia. You're going to play a lot of tackles that are from Alabama and Georgia in the National Football League. I still think Kayvon Thibodeau is terrific. Is there anybody else that you would consider or for you, or are you hearing that Hutchison's going to be a definitive pick to Jacksonville? You know, I keep hearing that. The, the kid out of Georgia is moving up the, the ranks, I guess, and getting a lot of buzz, and I, I can see that. But to me, Hutchinson, I, I'm not as low on him as you are. I think maybe just because you're viewing it as a ceiling, uh, he might not have the highest ceiling in this draft. I view it as a floor. His floor is pretty high to me. 
I don't think he busts. I really don't. I think he's going to be a good, solid player for a long time. He might not be defensive player of the year. He might not be, you know, 2017 Khalil Mack or anything like that. But I do think Aiden Hutchinson could be a very, very good player for Jacksonville for many, many years. And for a team that has screwed up a lot of draft picks, I just view them as taking the safe route here. This is this is the guy who I think, you know, you plug him into your lineup, you're going to feel good about him. You, you're just you're going to have a good, solid player who, who does have, I think, a Pro Bowl upside, maybe not a defensive player of the year upside. I think I'd go with that. But, you know, I mean, you make good points. I, I It's it's hard for me to argue anything you say because I do agree with you what you said. He did no-show in a couple of big games. So maybe there's more risk here that I'm, I'm letting on, but he's still the, the that direction I would. You make a lot of good points, but the one thing I would point out in his career, outside of three games against Ohio State, Penn State, and against Wisconsin, the rest of his career, in 33 games, he had nine sacks. Mike, that's an area of concern for me, but I, I get where Frank is coming from. He had a tremendous season, but I look at his entire body of work. I didn't think he was an overwhelming player to be the first overall pick. Yeah. Frank, let's switch to uh, baseball. I want to get your early observations about a, a weekend. For me, the most surprising thing is the Brewers at the top of their rotation just haven't pitched well. They haven't had Thanks, the... Thanks, Mike. I appreciate, well, I appreciate you coming right with that. <laughs> but all three of them. They have control issues, the walks. I mean, Burns struck out 50 guys before he walked the battery last year, walked three in Chicago. They couldn't get a run Monday in Baltimore. Are as you con- are as concerned about the Brewers after a week as I am? Oh, I, I was ready to give up on the season, you know, already. Like, it's April April 13th. Let me let me off the ride. I don't want to. But, you know, I mean, looking at this, trying to look at it rationally, I think the shortened spring training hurts a team like the Brewers, who are so pitching heavy, so starting pitching heavy, that these guys might not. We've seen a lot of guys struggle early on in games. Uh, you saw Max Fried even a couple hours ago with the Braves struggle early on. And it's it's just been these. I think these starting pitchers really do need a couple weeks to get in the flow of the season. And, you know, we saw it with all three Brewers pitchers that early on in games, they just weren't finding a rhythm. Weren't fi- So, you know, once we get a couple weeks into the season, is that going to flow a little bit better? I hope so. I hope so as a Brewers fan and somebody who bet on them to win a division in the World Series and, and pretty much every bet I can make on the Milwaukee Brewers this year. But the offense is a concern. They're not going to hit a lot. It, it's just they're a middle-of-the-road offense, and they need to be great pitching. And for a team like that, that early in the season with a shortened spring training, I think that that sets them back a little bit, and I think you're seeing the effects of that. Guys, I'm not going to talk baseball with either of you anymore. You guys are ridiculous. We're five games into 162, and these two both are sounding the alarm bells. Give me a break, okay? And by the way, Frank, before you start making excuses for all these guys, Robbie Ray, seven innings pitched, one earned run, still four base on balls. I don't want to hear it. We'll be fine. They'll be in first place. Just calm down. I'm going to go back to something that I know Frank will disagree with me on. Let's go to the NFL draft. You look at these guys in terms of the wide receivers being selected potentially so high. Um, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jamison Williams, I think is a tremendous a long ball guy. But does he have to go to a team that's got a quarterback that can throw the deep ball? And also, nowadays, are you less concerned as a team drafting a player like him uh, in the first round because the ACL recoveries are so much better? Because we see a prop right now, five and a half. I mentioned a couple of guys, Chris Olave, uh, also Traylon Burks and Jahan Dotson. Do you think six guys go in the first round for the draft? Yeah, I think so. I mean, just because we've seen it become such a receiver-heavy league. You, I mean, you're going to spread teams out. You need receivers. And I think teams are looking at the Bengals model, for example, of saying, 
hey, yeah, maybe we got a couple guys. Who cares? Let's get a third. Let's get a fourth. I, I, so I do think there's going to be a lot of receivers. This is a very, very good receiver class. I mean, you got Garrett Wilson. Like you said, James Williams, Chris Olave. I mean, you got, you got guys, uh, Drake London. I mean, you got a ton of guys who I think have first-round value here. And I think that a lot of teams are even going to reach a little bit. You get the fifth year on the guy in the first round. I think it's going to be a receiver-heavy draft because this is where the talent is. And in, in regards to the ACL thing, I do think there's something to that. I think there's you're not as worried about a guy coming off of ACL as used to be. But, man, if it's a, if it's a coin flip to me, if I'm like, you know, we're going, we really think Olave and James and Williams are the same guy, but we're flipping coins here, why wouldn't you go with the, the healthy guy? I, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit risky, that part of the draft, to go with that. But I understand what you're saying, and I don't disagree that it's not the – it's not an Achilles. Uh, ACL is uh, pretty much you're going to come back. The success rate after that's pretty good. So I get that you could take some risks on that. But, man, in a receiver-heavy draft, that's a pretty big risk for me to take. Frank, two play-in games on the schedule tonight, both on ESPN. Hornets at Hawks in the East, Spurs at Pelicans in the West. Both home teams a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you have a play on either game? Yeah, I like the Hornets. I think there's too many points. I think the, the Hawks and Hornets are pretty well lined up. I, the Hawks did play well late in the year. They might be putting it together finally. They're a team that really disappointed me and everybody else this year. But I still just think five and a half is too many for the Hornets. And I do like the Pelicans. I thought they played better after they, after they made some moves, got McCollum, all that. I think that, the, that they're a pretty good team in the Spurs. What are they, 12 games under 500 this yeah. year? Just don't have that high-end talent. I, I know Pop has kind of dragged them along to the 10th seed. Not enough for me. I kind of like the Pelicans at home. Get that going. So I, I like one favorite, one underdog tonight. Frank, did you have the Hornets finishing as a potential two or three seed in the East? I did not. No, I, right. I did you not said disappointed. You're talking about like this Hornets team. No, the Hawks. I, I thought oh, I, I thought I meant the Hawks. The Hawks. Oh, okay. If I if I said Hornets, I'm sorry. The Hawks. I mean, last year again, my Milwaukee Bucks. Let's shout them out. The NBA <laughs> champions, as Mike knows. The you know, I, I watch that series and I'm like, the Hawks are going to be really, really good next year. They're really on the rise. They come in and there's what three games over 500 this year. It's just a really disappointing season for the Hawks. The Hornets are. I, I think the Hornets are really fun. I, I've I've bet them a lot this year. They've been good to me. Trying to get one more win out of them at least before the season. Starts. I I couldn't figure it out last year with the Hawks. I lost a lot of money in that series against uh, Atlanta. I, I it was taking Milwaukee in a lot of spots, and I was surprised how well Atlanta played there. Uh, you know, to me, I, I don't know. I'm not buying that team maybe as much as some other people are. I didn't buy the Knicks last year either. Uh, coming back this year. When you look at this Eastern Conference, is this Milwaukee's conference to lose? Because Mike and I are not convinced that Toronto won't knock off Philadelphia. Yeah, I like Toronto. I, I do. Just the, the Thibault thing. I mean, he's a huge part of their defense, yeah. and he's not going to be in road games. That's a big deal. And I think Toronto has the versatility on defense to really mess with Harden. So I do like Toronto there. The, you know, I'll keep coming back to this. We've talked about it before. I never really changed my mind. The Heat's the team that scares me the most out of the East. And it sounds weird to say that about a one seed. Like, I'm talking about them like they're, they're some long shot. But I don't think the Heat has gotten any respect this year. I, and not even on the betting line. They're still, I believe, in that 10-to-1 range to win it all. This Heat team could do it all, man. They, they play great defense. They have great superstars in Butler and Adebayo. They got guys that can shoot the lights out, and that's a huge part of what you know you want to do in the playoffs. You want guys that can gun some threes. I like what the Heat brings to the table, and I hope the Bucks avoid them because I don't know that the Bucks can beat them. Frank, thanks for the time today. We'll talk to you next Wednesday, and hopefully the Brewers aren't mathematically eliminated by then. <laughs> they might be. We just don't know. I appreciate it. Thanks, ridiculous. Frank. All right, when we come back, Monte Carlo, Champions League, NHL, and our plays.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The NBA playoffs start this weekend, and right now, Bet Rivers has an incredible offer. Place a wager of $25 or more on any team and win the NBA Finals to receive a $5 free bet for every playoff series they win. Can Milwaukee repeat? Does Golden State have another title run in them? You make the call and get a $5 free bet when your team wins a series. Go to BetRivers.com to see the current odds and get your free bets. Terms and conditions may apply. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shah. Amal. 
All you do is give winners. Framber on Thursday night, and then this rocking chair wire-to-wire winner with the Cavs plus 9.5 yesterday. Rocking chair. If you're like me, you didn't watch the game. You weren't sweating. It. You look at the box score at halftime, you, you feel pretty good. Waterbed. Waterbed winner. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you do have a play for us today. You mentioned it earlier in the show. Yeah. Orioles, Brewers, under 8 in this one. I think Burns will bounce back pitch well. Johnny Means, even though his ERA numbers are good in the first start and last year was about 3 and change, I think 3.32, I like the fact that the, neither of these lineups are very effective in terms of hitting the baseball. I think that'll be the difference in this one. I like this one under eight between the Birds and the Brewers. All right, Palm Reader Playbook with 2-1-1 one, and one yesterday. Two quick goals in Boston was the loser on that first period under with the Bruins uh, and the Blues. 0-0 in the Madison Square Garden Rangers uh, and Canes. That was a winner. Uh, pushed, even though Bieber was score, uh, hitless, no hitter through five. Molly wasn't that good, so he pushed the four there. And then the Mets... Phillies only one run. Uh, McGill, great again for the Mets. Beat Wheeler last night, two to nothing. Three plays today. I said it. I don't get it. Valdez, only $1.55. I'll take him first five against the D-backs. Much better team, much better pitcher than Merrill Kelly. Should be closer to the $2. Two units there. Strange results in champions, which we're going to talk about right after this. Benefica, Liverpool. I'm going to play the first half under one and a half. Look, Liverpool's up 3-1. They just need to get through here. They're looking ahead. Uh, Man City again on Saturday in the FA semifinal, right? This game is sandwiched between two uh, two bouts with their arch-rival Man City. So I, I don't think Benfica scores on the road here. If Liverpool gets two in the first half, I'll live with it. And then I took Means first five. I was going to play the first five with Burns under four, but it couldn't wasn't available. It's three and a half. I'll play Johnny Means. I think he's better pitcher, better form right now than Corbin Burns. Brewers aren't hitting the ball. Means first five plus 150. Yeah, I like your play here. I actually looked at this one with the Orioles. My only concern was the offense for them going up against Burnsy here, but I think it's a good opportunity. Tim Burns shows it. I'm kind of speculating he's going to pitch well tonight, but he had a rough start, so let's see what happens here. Incredible results in Champions League. I thought both games were unbelievably exciting. You yeah. said don't count Chelsea out. Chelsea was in control, up 3 nothing, ready to advance. And then Real Madrid ties it and wins it with a goal by Benzema in added time. Yeah, you got to really feel sick to your stomach if uh, you're a Chelsea fan. I thought they should have moved on and really. Did you, th- did you think the original third goal should have been disallowed for a handball? I did not. I didn't either. I didn't yeah. think it hit his hand. I thought no. it hit his hip. Yeah, it's if, exactly. If anything, his elbow. I was shocked by that. Yeah, I was too. And you know what? I, I wish I had taken Chelsea in the game yesterday. They get an easy winner there, three-one in the regular time. No, not even a they were contest. Plus one thirty, right? I, th- I think on the three-way. Yeah. Um, and then Bayern can only muster one goal. It looks looks like they're headed towards at, uh, extra time, another 30 minutes to determine it, and a breakaway for the Yellow Submarine, and they advance to the Final Four. That was a shocker. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. You, you know, at that point in time, you think uh, they're moving on, especially at home at the Allianz. You didn't think they were going to no. lose that match, and somehow now we've got Real Madrid and Villarreal. You have two Spanish teams. We assume two English teams. Let's talk just briefly about the game. Man City won one nothing at the Etihad. Now they go to Madrid to take on Atleti. Atleti cannot play this five middle five back today, being down. Well, maybe they can play for a half and then try to strike, but they're going to have to attack at some point. I think Man City, just too talented. Total here, two and a half, minus 128. Man City, minus 137 on the three-way. Atleti, plus 380. The draw is plus 280. I, if I am there, I'm trying to get a goal get things level, and then I just sit back and try to get to extra time and go to PKs. Because if you play a regular game and you open it up at all against Manchester City, I think you're going to be in trouble. I know you got to take certain risks being down the singular goal right now, but I think maybe even wait for counterattack opportunities because Man City's just too, as you alluded to, too talented. They are too talented. And then uh, 
Liverpool won 3-1 in Portugal. Benfica now comes uh, comes to England. Liverpool minus 355 uh, on the three-way. Benfica plus $9. The draw is plus $5. You have to lay a goal and a half with Liverpool minus 135. But the total, I thought, was intriguing. Three and a half. It, it, this is a high number to me. Just like Bayern was three and a half, I thought was too high. Yes, they should have been three, maybe. I think this number is too high simply because when you're looking at it from a Liverpool standpoint, you just played a very tough emotional game uh, at the Etihad on Sunday against Manchester City with a 2-2 draw there in the Premier League. Now you come back in a spot where, Mike, you got to concede two goals. I think defensively they're good enough where they don't really have to worry about it. They'll be able to get one, you figure, just through the routine of play. Um, I don't know. I think this number seems a little bit high. If you are Liverpool, the one thing if you're Jurgen Klopp, you're saying, listen, we are not taking unnecessary risk. You get a situation, put the ball out of play, defend, don't worry about necessarily scoring. You need, I think if you look at it from Klopp's side, you need one goal and you're moving on. Yeah, or, not, if you, or just hold Benfica off the sheet. I know you don't want to give up the first goal because then yeah, it becomes exactly. a competition. Yeah. And then you have to, to play differently looking ahead to Saturday's FAA Cup semifinals. All right, Monte Carlo. Mm-hmm. Big opportunity for Alcaraz. Joker goes down in the first round. So does he. I watched this match this morning. I got up to feed the baby at 4.30. I watched the whole match. If you didn't tell me anything about the players, I would have told you Corda is a much, much better player. Well, Corda long-term, I think, is going to be the better yeah. player. I think he's he's a big-time talent. Remember, his dad, Petter Corda, won the Australian Open. Um, Corda here from Florida. Tremendous young talent, but give him credit. You know, they have, they play a, what, a 7-6, 6-7, first two sets, and then he wins 6-3 in the third, did a nice job. Yeah, broke him at, broke him at uh, 3-4 and then finished off with this. But I thought Corda has a much more powerful serve. I'm just talking about watching yeah, that match sure. and a much more powerful forehand. Well, he does, and um, the one thing is the serve. By the way, 13 breaks of serve in that match. It's clay. Yeah. You're, you're going to have it, right? That's why I think clay court tennis is it's, it's long. The matches tend to be longer, uh, but I think it's why it's a lot more interesting. In, in grass court, if you get broken one time on the men's side, you're like, well, that set's over. <laughs> Let's just move on to the next. Um, I think for Alcaraz, a little bit of a missed opportunity here. I think now this opens up the draw. It becomes wide open for a lot of players here. They have a great opportunity in terms of when you're looking at it. Uh, Fritz, who's played well, he's going to have an opportunity. Remember, he won Indian Wells. Casper uh, Ruud, Grigor Dimitrov, who struggled a bit. He's got a chance. Sitsipas is a guy to keep an eye out for. He's got Laszlo Jerry coming up next. Again, Sinner and Rublev, two young talents who usually seem to play well for four out of five matches. It's that fifth or sixth match where they have a little bit of a problem. And then another good one between Carreno Busta and uh, Alexander Zavera. Carreno Busta is in a three-setter every time I look up. <laughs> That's uh, exactly right. <laughs> real quickly, French Open futures. Nadal plus 125, Alcaraz plus 250, Joker plus 260, CC plus plus $7. Um, look, the concern with Rafa is health. Would you say Novak is that? 260. Third choice. I would take a shot with Novak. On women's side, Gil's niece, Igus Fiatek, plus $2. <laughs> Simona Halep, 8-1. to one. Osaka, 10-1. to one. Krechikova, 12-1. to one. Muguruza, 15-1. to one. Austin Pinka, 16-1. to one. Uh, Let's start real quickly. Halep's been dealing with injuries. That's a concern there. Mm-hmm. She's very capable. Former French Open. Uh, champion also blew a match against Sloan, uh, excuse me, against uh, Yelena Ostapenko, who's a former champion. Um, Krechikova, if she's healthy, can be dangerous. Has had some health concerns here down the stretch. Uh, and who else did you say? Osaka? Yeah, Osaka. Uh, she's not 10 doing to it. One. She, she's not doing it. That's not, those aren't right odds on her. Paula she should be 20 to 1. Paula Badosa, 17 to 1. Maria Sakari, 18 to 1. Um, Sabalenka, 20 to 1. Radicanu, 22 to 1. Pliskova, 25 to 1. Uh, wide open, obviously, on the women's yeah, side. Well, I don't think it is. You I don't? No, you I think I it's th- Iga. She should be the clear cut favorite, which she is, but Pliskova struggled. 
Um, you mentioned Radakanu, She's inconsistent. Uh, Sabalenka, inconsistent. So to me, it's going to come down to who you like there in terms of do you want to lay a short price? I'm all really only one game on the ice of significance in the West because the Kings are clinging to that third spot in the Pacific. The Kings win last night 5-2 in Chicago. Now they go to Colorado tonight. Uh, Colorado, a huge favorite here. I've got 240 listed with a total of six. Darcy Kemper will be a net for the Avalanche, uh, who are tied for the most points uh, with the Florida Panthers, who rallied to beat the Ducks last night. And you got Pedersen listed? Yeah, I do. Uh, for the Kings. Any, uh, any lean here at all? Uh, I do not. Uh, high price here uh, a little bit. But again, now with Drew Doughty out of this lineup, this team, I think this Kings team could be in a little bit of trouble here. Um, no play. I don't like in hockey laying these types of big numbers. Now, the Rangers with an opportunity against the Flyers team that gave up about 20 goals yesterday against Washington. So an opportunity for them to bounce back. But no play on this uh, game between the Lanch and the Kings. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Kershaw perfect through six with 12 strikeouts. 69 pitches. Do you think Davey Roberts lets him go out for the seventh? Might. 69 pitches, 47 strikes. This is where Clayton Kershaw decides that. They're up 3 to nothing. Yeah, I think Kershaw decides. Yeah, do you, you try to get him a perfect game here? Would you let him throw 110 pitches in his first start of the year? 115 pitches? We've seen Roberts pull it. I know, not Kershaw before. It was, it was a younger guy, too, yeah. right? Yeah, was it Tony Gonsolin? Yes. Um, you know, to me, I would let CK go. Look, if he's got to take a month off, it's just one of those things that you're, you're fine. You're the Dodgers. You're not relying on Kershaw this year. I, I think if Clayton's got a chance to do it, and you let him do it. cold weather today with the ball not traveling, it's a good shot for him. You know, they make jackets. Yeah, they, but I'm just saying, from a hitter, you see the, how the temperature affects these totals in baseball. I, no, I don't yeah. disagree with you. The problem is if he goes into the ninth and he gives up a bleeder. Good luck to CK. Hell of a career with the Dodgers. Yeah. Stay tuned. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.